Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Hello, 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 and welcome back. Today we're talking all about interpreting your dreams, understanding the messages in your dreams. We have a amazing guest expert, Jean Walters, who is a teacher of self-empowerment principles for over 40 years, you guys. She helps seekers apply universal principles to every area of their lives. She's a popular media guest and Jean's passion is helping people recognize their innate power and place in the universe and to live fully from that knowing. As a leading authority on metaphysics, international best-selling author and host of the nationally syndicated show Positive Moments, Walters speaks to colleagues, universities, and businesses worldwide. Her newest book is called The Magic and Mystery of Dreams. And you guys, in this episode, we dive into how each of you can really understand the messages that happen and messages that are coming from each and every one of your dreams. You guys, I dream so much, and this episode was so helpful for understanding really why I have the dreams I do. And even if you don't remember your personal dreams, there's so much information on how you can start to remember them, how you can start to interpret them, how you can start to understand what the message is in those dreams for each of you. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode with Jean. Well, Jean, thank you so much for being here. I am so excited for our conversation and share you with the Razoration audience. Do you mind sharing a little bit about who you are, what you do, and how you got into what you do? Well, I'm incredibly curious. So um, as a, even as a child, I just wanted to understand how this whole thing worked this thing called earth life, you know, how it all worked. And, uh, and so I was scouting around trying to figure out where I could get answers and so forth. So eventually I got into the study of metaphysics and, um, and universal law. And I really began the pieces together and understand, you know, how important our thoughts are and how important it is to live in our highest energy and, um, and our highest vision, which is the same thing. And ultimately, then, that led me into dreams. And, you know, I understand that nothing in the universe is wasted. Mm-hmm. There's not a plant or a bug or anything that doesn't have a purpose. And I knew that uh, dreams have a purpose, too. So that, that sort of led me into wanting to understand more about dreams. 
But the thing is, know that dreams, the more we work with dreams, the, the stronger our intuition gets. Because basically that dream energy that we work with is the same as intuition energy. So that was another good reason why I wanted to understand dreams. Because I really love having a strong and wonderful I think you you have the same notion. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. And so so anyway, um, ultimately I wrote uh, the Ministry of Dreams. And um, it's all about how to, the ultimate handbook on how to interpret your day and night dreams and the symbols in your life. The truth of it is everything in your life is symbolic. And, um, you know, the argument you had with a friend or, or the, um, the stranger that you met on the street or um, whatever it is that's going on, you, know, you happen to tune into a particular news story at a time and it meant something to you. These things have symbolic meanings. And so the more that we understand that, we more, the more we understand our connection to the universe and how the universe is. So that's a little bit about my past. I've been doing a transformational coaching forever, probably, you know, 40 years, pretty much forever. And um, books and uh, Akashic record reading and speaking and teaching, all of these things about personal and spiritual growth. I've been sort of at it forever. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I'm so excited. I know that there are so many listeners who are going to be interested in dreams is a topic we've had in the podcast. And I think it's something that, like you said, there is so much wisdom in our dreams. It's just sometimes hard when we're, when we're not remembering them, experiencing to understand really what they mean. So for someone who is experiencing dreams that they remember, what would you, how would you guide them to find that? Well, first of all, I want to re- tell people that every night they dream, and it's been proven scientifically. And so if they want to start remember their, remembering those poor dreams, they have to, the best way would be to start programming their mind. Now, we program our mind every single day, you know, like wake up and go, oh, this is going to be a great day. We just programmed our mm-hmm. mind. Oh, darn, it's raining. It's going to be a crummy day. We just programmed our mind. So what we want to do before we go to bed is program our mind to remember our dreams. So we do that for, for our dreams. And by asking our subconscious mind to wake us when we have a dream so we can record that. It's really, really important to record this because the mind you're dreaming in is a different mind than the one you're waking up in. And so we won't understand our dreams until we have a chance to wake up and get get sort of centered in our world. And then we can look back at our dreams and, and, and they have a lot of meaning. So um, you asked, and I went off on something no, else. No, that's wonderful. That That's so helpful, too, because I think there's so many times where I'm like, oh, I had a dream. I can't remember it. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah that's a powerful tool. It's really important to have a tablet, a paper next to your bed so that you can immediately just grab it and at least, at least write down the high points, the major symbols in that dream. Because when you do that and reflect back, most of the dream will come back for you. Mm. Yeah. And people don't like to write down this, but it really is important. <laughs> well, and I think it's, it's important too once you can understand that there are messages in those dreams. 
I love that connection, that intuition you were mentioning that this is a, a way to connect and have that intuition and have that for me that just the information from that like universal wisdom and it feels like it's direct at me feels so exciting and interesting and intriguing so yeah. this is this is awesome no. How, how sorry no go <laughs> go ahead <laughs> well the dream that actually what dreams have been proven to do is they actually process our day so when we we're busy day and we're going and doing and sometimes we don't take the time to just process what we've been doing what we've been thinking what's been going on but at night that's how we hear subconscious mind and so when we're dreaming we're really it's a process of we're going through our day and kind of looking at it from an objective point of view it's not it's not it you know it's not judgmental it's just a statement of what's been going on but the thing that's interesting is that we might notice that angry dream where we notice we were angry during the day, or we might notice that we're connecting with uh, people that are more toxic, and we notice that in the dream, but we might not notice it during the day. We might notice that we're really in a, a state of fear where we didn't really realize that during the day, but when we look at it objectively, we realize, oh my gosh, that was going on, and these are some things I can do to adjust myself. And that's what I love about dreams is they help you figure out ways you can change things you don't, you wouldn't normally even notice. Yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. So, so are there common themes in dreams or symbolism thinking for the listeners who are, you know, this, that was really powerful. What you just said about understanding that what's happening in your dream, you might, you might not even be noticed happening in reality. Mm. Are there trends or things that we can kind of look for in our dreams to say, oh, this is a sign, or would you say someone who's like, I have no idea what to do with this information? <laughs> well, I have a process in the book, and it's a four-step process, and the first thing is looking at the feeling of the dreams. So was it a celebration? Was it a grieving? Was there anger? Was, there, was it really pleasant? And then we, once we understand the feeling of the dream, many times you can go back to the day before, go, when did that exact feeling? Mm. And then that connects us. So there's a feeling, and then whatever the opening uh, scene is in your dream, that's your theme. So let's say you're, you're um, at a carnival and you're having a wonderful time. Well, then you want to look back at your day before and go, when did it feel like it was like a party and uh, it was so much fun? and be at the carnival and having a horrible time. So you might look at your day before and go, when was it feeling like there was all this going on around me like carnival, but I was just biting distant to the whole thing. That'll give you a cue also. Mm -hmm. So that's those two things. And the third thing would be symbols. You want to take note of all the symbols in your dream. I have a massive symbol list in this book too. So, you know, you can kind of reflect back. And then fourthly would be to kind of put those three things together in a sentence and then have pretty much the major theme of that dream. So, um, yeah. But some common ones would be like, for instance, if you're driving your car, your car represents your vehicle and that's your body as a vehicle, or that could be, um, you know, your job as a vehicle for expression. Mm -hmm. So we, First of all, when driving a car and you're in your dream, you want what is the vehicle it's expressing, and you'll get hints in the rest of the dream as to what that is. 
but start out with that as your vehicle. And then if you're on a road, you know, um, know that that's your path in life. A road is your path in life. So you'll have a variety of vehicles, dreams, and less. Might a lot of people that that are you're going down the road with, mm. and that could mean you know it could mean all the people at work, or it could mean the the people of your family. You know, talking about a lot of different aspects of yourself. People in your dream represent aspects of yourself. So we all have lots and lots of qualities. So if it's, um, somebody that you just love and they're the sweetest thing ever is representing your sweet side. And if there's somebody in your dream and they're like menacing, that's representing the menace part of yourself. Usually that means you're menacing yourself. Fascinating. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so the two rules are everybody, anything in your dream represents you. And uh, this, the second rule is that every, the whole dream is all about you. So it's your dream, and your subconscious mind is really interested in processing your day. So if you've got your Uncle Harry in there and your Aunt Lulu, I mean, they're not in the dream Uncle Harry and Aunt Lulu. The dream is you. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That's yeah, so yeah. interesting. Yeah. I'm just it's thinking. When you start really putting it together, like, oh, that's what I <laughs> yeah, well, and, and as you're saying this, I have a lot of like superhero dreams, and I I, oh. I, I also watch a lot of those types of like shows and movies, mm-hmm. but it, they, they happen consistently mm-hmm. even when I'm not watching those types of shows. And so it's like I, I'm always like rising up of something, like fighting a warrior, like coming up against something. So I'm like, oh, the villains aren't they you know, they aren't other thing or other people. They're just in my life or whatever that may be. That's so fascinating to think of it in that way. Well, well, it makes so much sense. So when you think about your show as being right, raise your vibration, you know, raising your energy. I mean, of course you're, you're uh, battling something to raise up. You know, you're saying no to low energy and just to higher energy. So, of course, it's going to show up in your dreams. Fascinating. You're the hero of your dreams. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah. Really fun dreams to have. I will see usually my dream time. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And if you have a dream, once in a while, you might have a dream that's, you know, not as exciting or not as uh, fun. Again, pay attention. You know, you'll learn something by why it's not fun. What is it that you're doing in your own life? that's keep out of that high energy you know because fun is high energy yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah. so interesting <laughs> are, yeah are there any other dreams you, know, you said the in the things those are powerful for people to connect to are there any other symbols that you think are really important for someone to know well just i'll give you an example years ago when i was going through divorce i was in a swimming pool and i was going down for the third time so that dream was about being completely overwhelmed. Uh, water is life experience. So in this pool, it wasn't the ocean, it wasn't the lake, it was a pool. So that would represent a particular uh, segmented part of life experience, which of course the divorce. And uh, I was going down three times is because I was feeling so completely overwhelmed. So anything, I think that kind of thing, um, you know, when we look at, 
how we're using water in a dream. It might it will give us a lot of indication of how we're working with life. But I'll tell you, here's a dream that everybody has at some point or other. And that is uh, I'm in a school and I'm lost and I don't know what class I'm supposed to be in or where my books are, how to get in my locker, how, you know, where my schedule, I don't know. And so there's a sense of like being lost and sort of frenzy, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, that dream has, I've heard that dream so many different people, but it represents sort of lost life. Like, I'm not sure exactly what I'm supposed to be learning right now. Where's, what's the class that I'm supposed to be in right now? I don't know. What am I supposed to be studying right now? I don't know. So I've had that same, uh, people have told me that dream, like at the, I'm, I'm, I'm at the, my football team and I'm in the locker room with my football plan is and I don't know uh, where who we're playing or where we're supposed to be right now and that's the exact same dream wow. you know? um, and so people have seen that in form well, like I'm at work and I don't know what conference I'm supposed to be in right now <laughs> so many people have had that kind of a dream where they feeling a little bit lost in life mm -hmm. and when you dream you can go okay it's time for me to get clear what where do I want to be right now what is my lesson right now how can I begin to, you know, work with that experience? And that will help you a lot to just kind of get to that starting point and work with um, the rest of the symbols of the dream. You know, what is it I'm to do right now? What is it to do? I think that's powerful because I was like, okay, so we get this information of I'm lost right now. And I think that, you know, that in particular is really hard people when they feel mm -hmm. lost because I feel like yeah. it's so hard to get that clarity on how do right. I get out of this mm -hmm. so aside from information and that realization okay I'm feeling lost I can choose a new direction mm -hmm. how can we take the information we receive it maybe that is the mess we take that we meant to start to take that information and you know, for example, when you're feeling really overwhelmed or if someone yeah. is feeling lost, how do we integrate that? We can actually do something with that information and shift things. Yeah. Well, I mean, whether it's you can't find your football team or you can't find your class, I mean, it's really a time where you're needing to kind of get quiet and assess where you are in life and what you want to do next. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when I was going through drowning, it was literally, I was drowning. I mean, there was, you know, if you've ever been through a divorce or anything like that, you know, it's kind of like an overwhelmed experience. But uh, we have that sometimes I may take on too much mm -hmm. at a time. And so we feel like we're drowning. But the point of it is, is that we look at that and go, this is what's being processed now, this I'm truly feeling. How can I take that right now and get clear? For me, it would be meditation or it might be journaling for a while. You know, it, maybe it would be journaling a letter to my higher self and saying, you know, what would, you know, how can you, how can you help me with this? Mm -hmm. And then letting that flow. So there's a, a various way we can kind of take that information and use it to get clear. But it's up to us. I mean, nobody can get us clear. We have to get ourselves clear. Yeah. And that is just giving you information that says, honey, right now, you know, you're in an overwhelmed state or, or, or honey, I always call myself honey. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
It feels nice. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> you need to sit and be quiet for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. I love that a lot. <laughs> it's really great stuff. You know, it's really great stuff. I've had um, so many wonderful dreams that have just really been helpful to me. Um, one where I did this seminar that I it was at a, a a big conference and it, people were just very distracted. And so it, it, the seminar wasn't that great, and, I, and I'm not used to that. Mm. So anyway, the, that night I had this dream <laughs> where, uh, and this was way back. So this was when President Clinton was the president. So, so I had a dream where President was having coffee with President Clinton because he was the highest authority in the land. Mm. Okay, so that's what he represented. The president of the United States, highest authority in the land. And so I was having coffee with him at this cafe and then uh and we were sitting we had suits on we were very professional and this motorcycle gang and in leather and tattoos and chains and you know just what the typical stereotypical idea of a motorcycle gang would be and he said clinton said hey you have to leave now because they're here and i'm going to have coffee with them and so i had to go stand on the corner outside and wait they left Cafe and then come coffee with Clinton again. So I, I that was a wonderful dream for me because it represented that I was in my highest authority. I was committed to my authority, low energy, and that's how I re interpreted the motorcycle gang with the tattoos and the leather and all that. It's not that I have anything against motorcycle gangs, but it was but just showed up. That was not professional suits and ties and all that and so this lower energy came in and I had to leave I was I lost my connection with my higher self my highest authority and I had to leave until that was until they were gone so I realized that the day before when I had been doing this seminar at this big conference thing the people that I was working with were really not plugged in to my subject matter they were more busy thinking about shopping and connecting with each other and forth that i really kind of wasted my energy and that dream confirmed it it confirmed it and so the thing that helped me from that dream is i realized that was not the right venue for me to be working with people mm -hmm. and so when that venue would come up for the next year i declined and uh, to do a, a workshop and and so that was that was really good because I think if you're in the wrong place and working with the wrong people, it can lower your energy. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened in the dream. My energy was lowered, and I didn't like that. Yeah. So um, yeah. So so that gives you kind of an inkling of of how dreams work, how they can help you. You want to grab the main symbolism of it, and uh, sometimes people get so hooked up into every single detail that they lose the point. And I think it's better to get a general drift of a dream rather than worry about every single detail. Yeah, it's really powerful. I think that yeah. you so much with them on in such, you know, I just think that this is so potent and such mm -hmm. like, aha, you know, this, this yeah. is how I'm feeling listening to you. I'm like so much simple. Mm -hmm. then we yeah. we humans tend to make things right like <laughs> yeah, i think well, I, we're thinking we're thinking from an abstract point of view instead of a linear view that's what throws people off is 
you know, when you work with your dreams, you're really thinking from a, a deeper perspective, a more intuitive perspective, uh, and abstract. So mm-hmm. be willing to kind of think of it like you're watching a movie. You're saying, wow, President Clinton, wow, let's see, he's the highest authority in the land, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and now, yeah, now she has to leave, I mean, you know, because these guys come in like, wait a minute, you know, what's that about? She's, she can't even there anymore. And so you're watching this movie, and, and then if you went to the movies and you watched a movie, you would walk away going, well, you know, that spoke to me in this way or spoke to me in that way. And then if you had a gang of 10 people that each one of them would have a little bit different way that that movie spoke to them. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's to get an assessment of what's going on in your world. And when we connect it to, I call it connecting it to the dots from the day before, because we're, we're constantly processing information the day before. Um, then it all kind of comes together like, you know, limo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, this is, this is amazing. I'm, I'm curious. Do you do dream readings for people? How do you do, or do you do more so the book and that's a guide and do you have this on this? Do you help serve people with their dreams? If, you know, if someone's listening and they're like, I'm really, you know, this is great information, but I feel like I need to go a little deeper. I'm not fully able Absolutely. to do this on my what do you offer to help people with that side of Well, all the above, actually. So I've done classes on dream interpretation. And, um, and then we also, another thing we do is we'll look at an event that happened in your life. Mm-hmm. And then we'll interpret that using dream symbols, too. It's just as interesting. Wow. So I do uh, clients, and they bring them in, and then uh, I help them see what it is that, that's being um, said to them. And then I have one lady particularly that she'll call, call me with to go. They're usually very scary dreams. And so when I, when I, I know what she's thinking, I know she's thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to die or something. I always go, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> but then she's like, so relieved, you know. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so I work with clients with that. And I also, um, of course, I have the book that any can body can learn this and then um classes all the so i i have a metaphysics class that i have and it at some point in the class we work with dreams and the point for me is i just want people to be more connected to themselves yeah. and to what their intuition is is guiding them toward because dreams never lie mm-hmm. never lie and so that makes them very that's most so, so for me I'm just thinking it's such a cool tool to understand for me sometimes I I can get so there's just so much going on in my day to day that I can forget to check in from time to time and how am I actually emotionally feeling and you know that's right there's that disconnect of I feel like there's something for me to process or to, to yeah. shift and I think this is such a powerful way to say, oh, there is something here for me. I, there, there are things coming up. There, are, there is information that I need to digest and go into. So I think this is a really powerful tool for yeah. people who are struggling to get in touch with their intuition, with, you know, mm-hmm. with 
very straightforward. It just, to me, it feels so much more straightforward than trying to yeah. check in and, you know, channel my higher self and, and people who aren't right to that point where they're like really connected and then hearing information. This is an amazing yeah. way to, to get information. So Absolutely. I'm grateful Absolutely. for everything you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'm real. If they really get lost on something and they, and they haven't been able to figure it out, they can always, you know, connect with me. I'm a, I have his website, spiritualtransformation.com. Amazing. And, um, you know, they can always find me. And what was that? <laughs> what was the name of your book as well? The, the magic and mystery of dreams, the ultimate handbook on interpreting day and night dreams and the symbols in your life. And I, I'll give you another tidbit. I don't want to overwhelm you. So tell me if I get too crazy with this. No, no, we can go all the way. <laughs> but I have an exercise in here where you draw a circle, you know, and then you you think about yourself when you were like seven and around there. And then you put the most dominant person, you make an X in the middle of the, of the circle and, and then put the name of the most dominant person in your family. So in case it would be mom. Okay. And then I put then around. So there's your circle and then your most dominant person. And then you put an X for every person in your immediate family when you were a kid. And then you um, pick a quality for each one. So, you know, let's say it would be kind of passive, you know, mm -hmm. but dependable. My mom would have been the most dominant and she would have been critical um, and very psychic. And then my sister, and my two sisters, and my grandmother who lived with us. So that would have been my circle. And then each one has an ascribed quality. Then you get all done and you look, put them like in relationship to the dominant one. Then you erase their names. And now you have a circle with. And the thing is, that circle now represents your lessons in life. You came and learned. Wow. It's really powerful. And it's so cool because it's right there. I'm not, I'm not assigning any meanings. You know, it's up to the person. And, and let's say you have three or four sisters. Those sisters are all going to have different qualities listed. Wow. It's not going to be the same circle. <laughs> um. That's wild to think about. And it's so interesting. I had a conversation with a woman recently. She talked about how the gap between, you know, the, the gap that happened, what your mom, her, her was on their line and talking about healing the mother trauma. But she mm -hmm. talked about how some of, you know, what we couldn't get or, or the gaps that we had with mm -hmm. the people around us and our family is the, yeah. our life lesson. So it's just that so interesting that this familial structure and what we had around us literally reveals what to do yeah. and what we're here to learn about. Yeah. That's Again, fascinating. If there's a symbolic reference there, you know, that it, they're symbolizing to you everything that is important to God in this lifetime. So for instance, my mom was a very critical. I mean, she, whatever it was, she could find something wrong with it. Oh, that's me. <laughs> and I thought, well, how am I going to deal with that? Because I really don't want her life. Mm. I really don't want her life. So I thought, well, it's criticalness. And she, how can I use it? 
And I thought, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn that into discrimination because the quality is there. It's up to you to make it what you want. So I would turn it into discrimination. And that means to me that instead of finding something wrong with everything, I'm going to look for what does that mean? How can I use it? What's the benefit of that? So, and so that what I, that's what I became very, very good at. And so when somebody comes in and they're having issues with their life or their relationship, I talk to them a little and recognize where the, the problem is, where the issue is, um, you know, what, what needs to be looked at, corrected, you know, adjusted. So that's what I've done. I've taken that quality and just used it in a different way. Interesting. So I, this, this is fascinating to me because I think there are things that you're yeah, this mom, dad, I'm curious for you with the passive, you know, you mentioned passiveness. What, what kind of lessons are you taking out of that? So oh, yeah. both sides that people want to see both oh, sides yeah. of this. Well, the thing about it is my dad was as incredibly dependable, which I am, but also he is a very passive kind of guy. You know, he just, managed, whatever came to him, he managed, you know, and what I realized that passivity is a very strong thing because like, for instance, Sundays come around and I become passive. <laughs> 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 I chill. <laughs> so I've learned to use that kind of quiet passive energy to just not be on, you know, to just turn it off for a while. Mm. And, uh, and so that's been very good, very helpful. So again, it's like, once you recognize energy, you want to think about what's the best use for that in my life. Mm. Somebody else can use it completely different. It's a matter. But what's the best use for that in my life? And that, I think, is it gives you some element of control. It gives you some element of managing yourself. You know, these things are there. Why not use them well? So let's say anger. I mean, anger can be... Um, really destructive mm -hmm. or it can be like I am so outraged I'm gonna do anything about this. I'm gonna write my congressman. I'm gonna join the committee. I'm going to, you know, set up a group <laughs> to manage this. So it can be as indignation and and wanting justice and getting involved and helping or it can be used to just like break store windows and you know hurt people. Yeah. It's still the same energy. We use it high or we use it low. Mm. And you, you understand that because yeah. your whole thing is about raising energy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's powerful. A different way to use it, different way to tap into the energy that is just a part of us and that, and that right. is we're made of. That's really, really interesting. Yeah. Well, is there any last words of wisdom or anything else that you're feeling called to share with the audience as far as dreams or intuition go? My, my, what I want to share is that we have such incredible potential. We, have, we can just be or do anything. It's, it's outstanding. So why not use it? Why not take that potential and just bring it dry and do whatever we can to be our very best self? While we're being our best, we're really in the world, you know, raising the energy of the whole world when we do that. So, and, and, but I do want to offer a gift too. And that yeah. would be that interesting. I'd love to uh, them send me an email, Jean, J-E-A-N, at spiritualtransformation.com. 
and just say, um, you know, they, they are interested in dreams. And then I will send them three, three chapters of the book. So that'll kind of get them started, get them interested yeah. maybe, and they'll yeah. learn a little bit more about their own dreams. And that would be, a, we'd love to do that and share that. And, um, and the book is available on Amazon too, for anyone who's ready to just dive in. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we will link your email address, your website, your, um, your book, all in the show notes so that if people are feeling called to any of that, we will have all that information in the show notes. So if you are like, oh, I get my hands on this book or I need to check out our website, send her an email, you can scroll down to the show notes below where the audio is playing and all those links will be available there. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Shelby. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Such a beautiful conversation. I know everyone is going to love the information shared today. Thank you. Thank you so much.